0: Hey guys, it's your girl Ever and welcome to my podcast, Transcendental Spirituality. Now before I start, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. I'm from North Philadelphia, um, I'm 18, and this fall I will be attending Immaculata University, majoring in chemistry with pre-med, and minor in psychology. So this year, I can only imagine how much adversity we have been through, um, dealing with all of this COVID mess. But this is why you need to listen to my podcast, Transcendentalism Spirituality. Here you will find all the answers you need in order to define your purpose in life and why you matter. This will encompass all of your darkest feelings and true inner spirit. I will be speaking from experience and my huge transformation that I've made while being in a world full of affliction, complications, and a crazy society. I have so many tools and so many stories to tell to help guide everyone into a fulfilled life with a peaceful spirit. Let's get on with the show. I will first start with this powerful attribute by Lauren London, Forever Strong.
1: There is nothing to hide here. No way to pretend. We relate, we disagree, we disengage. We are running into each other. We are the song that writes itself. The melody replays in the key of elevated living. We forget the words, we never forget the feeling. Glory and divinity conduct our symphony. We are infinite affinity. Wrapped in sacred epiphany, we are meant for we. We are flowing. We are growing. We are open like the Red Sea. We walk through with confident uncertainty. We kneel here. We heal here. We open our hearts to the heavens. We use our tears to cleanse our canvas. The fear floods us. The love is electric. Self-inflicted pain. We dance in the rain till the fear is strained. Cause pain is the light. Pain is insight. The body hurts but the spirit grows the flesh is starving while wisdom overflows i got a question only lord knows does life birth us twice
0: Uh, one of the reasons I bring Lauren London up is, for one, she's an amazing person. I love her. I love her energy, her spirit, her goddess. Like She's just amazing. But we all know she just recently lost her soulmate, Nipsey Hussle, and that has to be a very hard thing from waking up to someone every morning, spending most of your valuable time with the person who deserves it. That has to be a very excruciating pain to go through. But I say this to say that she's the epitome of what I mean to have found one's true inner spirit. Even in her tragedy, she has found a way to survive, to carry out her daily life, and to continue Hustle's marathon. So I just wanted to use her as an example to show what spirituality truly is. So furthermore, we will dive into what it takes to evolve into the best version of yourself. And we will explore various topics introducing what spirituality is. So all of this talk about spirituality, but actually what is it? Many people will relate this to religion, but it is the complete opposite. In my best opinion, religion is systematic. It doesn't allow the person to be free within their own consciousness. After all, that is what spirituality is. Freeing your mind from the things that refrain us from our own perceptions, beliefs, inclination and emotions. So, this book by Swami Krishanda, uh, titled The Perfection of Wholeness, can attest to this. An expression that the book highlights is, many of us have distracted notions of our own selves, pure, illiterate ideas of our being nothings, nobody's unfulfilled, incomplete and unfortunate. Nothing of the kind is that case with anyone or with anything because a wretched, incomplete right cannot be manifest from a perfect being. While we may have an understanding of what spirituality is, I do ask this question for you all. How do we apply it to our lives? So, for one, you just don't wake up one day and all of a sudden, you become in tune with your spirituality. You have to do these steps in order to recognize your inner spirit. One, feed your mind, see with your mind and not with your eyes. Two, become in tune with your feelings. And three, learn to let go of the things that subject you to be rapacious in order to create discipline. This poem by William Woodsworth, titled In My Mind's Eyes Like a Temple, can attest to all of this. says, In my mind's eye a temple like a cloud slowly surmounting some individual's hill rose out of darkness the bright work stood still and might of its own beauty had been proud but it was fashioned and to god was vile by virtues that diffused in every part spirit divine through forms of human art Faith had her arch, her arch, when winds blow loud into the consciousness of safety, thrill and love. Her towers, the dread foundation laid under the grave of things. Hope had her spire, star high and pointing still to something higher. Trembling, I gazed but heard a voice that said, "Hell gates are powerless. Phantoms, when we build." I love this poem it outlines those very three tools to build a spiritual life he uses a lot of analogies rolls out of darkness the bright works stood do. still the darkness equates to an emptiness of our intellectual and mental awareness an empty mind results in a life of subconscious subjection so i may be going on a tangent here but whoever you hang around are the ones who influence your thoughts and conceptions Speaking from personal experience, I had a group of friends who had empty minds, basically. I wasn't gaining anything valuable for those friendships. I didn't see my mind stimulate or anything. Every time I started to become around them, it just became annoyed because it's like, what are you talking about? What are you feeding me? I, you can't grow spiritually, intellectually, if you're surrounded by people with blame and plain minds. So, however, when I changed my friends, I changed the status of my life. My mind became more stimulated. It pushed me to watch YouTube videos first, specifically people like Brother Polite and Dick McGregory. Then it led me to consume a great amount of books, all of which helped me create my own theories about the world. So, under the grave of things, Hope had her spire workforce said, understand your feelings. This is another thing he talks about. When you understand your feelings, you create valuable lessons and restore hope. Even when you face tragedy, whatever feelings you may have felt, you allow yourself to feel them and freedom. That demonstrates that you allow your spirit to guide you. Lastly, Wilkworth asserts, spirit divine through forms of human art. Master the art of letting go things that hold no sentimental value. Does a that hold happiness, peace, stillness. Once we master disregard and materialistic possessions, then we can learn to focus on the mind, the body, and the soul, for it will manifest into being spiritual self reliance So now that I gave you those tools to have a happy spiritual life, I want to end with this. You are the teacher of your own life. You are to understand your deepest parts of your body. You master what you believe in and you learn to master what you don't know. Once you master your life, you have unlocked your greater good. You have defined your purpose in life and you are to only elevate your mind to the next chapter of spirituality. Until next time, I'm Ever Presti and this has been Transcendentalism Spirituality. Thank you guys.